Hey, welcome to the Bleachers. I'm David Bleacher. And I'm Jennifer Bleacher. We decided to forego the uh, opening music because my wife is very tired. What's new? <laughs> Isn't your wife always very tired? Right, but now you're like, she's like slumping in the chair. <laughs> I had I had a field trip today. Uh, it was out. I was outside with kids for like six hours in the hot sun. Maybe digging, I should digging through stones and clay. I really was. We were digging for fossils. Nice. Hiking around quote-unquote mountains. <laughs> did you find any fossils? Yeah, we found tons of fossils. Oh, what kind of fossils did you find? Uh, brachiopods. Mostly brachiopods. Those little snail things, right? Uh, no, those are... Um, Don't turn off the computer with your foot. Okay. <laughs> um, no, now I, I can't remember what those ones are called. I don't know either. Izoans? I, I can't remember. Izoans? They're like Iowans? I, the, they were well, like gangsta dinosaurs? millions of years ago, <laughs> yeah. Iowa was an ocean. Oh, yeah? So there's all these little fossils, all these ocean fossils left behind. Now, is Iowa an ocean in and of itself, like a secondary ocean, or was it like part of the Pacific or the Atlantic or Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. Sea? I don't know. I know. I just know it was a part of a shallow ocean. Okay. But um, So yeah. maybe it was its own thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, so you're off uh, hunting down stegosauruses. No, no, no cool fossils. <laughs> Little plant fossils. Well, there were so. huge underwater creatures and shit. I know, not in Iowa. Iowa had little tiny fossils. <laughs> so they're like real, they were a puddle. Basically okay. what you're saying, they were a salty puddle in the so middle of the country. This reminded me of, because I grew up in Texas, you grew up in Texas. Right. So when we went to look at fossils, like, we're talking about big, huge yeah, you go to dinosaurs. Yeah, you go to the side of a cliff. Yeah, and there was like a dinosaur tail like, yeah. in the side of a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. So That's the, what I was thinking, too. I just remember that today. I'm like, no, but in Texas, fossils were like big, so, so, huge so dinosaurs. This, so you were like walking around. Oh, congratulations! You oh, found a you job. found a you found a starfish tit. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, the difference is, my students got to take fossils home with them. Where back in the day, going to look at fossils, you had to leave them behind. You no, you could you could take you take little pieces like the the shell stuff, the shell outlines, that kind of thing. And I remember. Um, Petrified wood was a big thing in Texas yeah. too. I, we we don't they used to make jewelry here. out of it. They used to make oh, jewelry really? out of petrified wood. Oh, yeah, wow. And then tables and that kind of thing. Like we got a table which is basically petrified wood. Which one? The one up front. Your your Hawaiian table. Oh oh yeah, that's not petrified though. That is wood. Give it a couple yeah. years. <laughs> <laughs> it's been treated. So, but anyway, so yeah, so that is why I am tired today. I actually have an excuse for being tired today. All right. Well, um, I didn't say I was tired, so. No, you said you said my wife is tired. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> and my I, wife's tired. I was saying I actually have a reason why I didn't give. Tired. I didn't throw any judgment. You're very defensive tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Anyway, uh, did we do intros? How was your week this week? Uh, my week was pretty good. Um, just working. Uh, by the way, I put WD forty in this chair, so it's not as squeaky, but you can hear it a little bit still. Yeah. Um. When we got back from WLSFA, uh, I, had, I worked Tuesday through today. Yes, me and, too. Tuesday and through today. It was a, it sounds like it was a madhouse when I was gone, but see, I don't know how much of it is like it's a madhouse because I'm gone, or it's just that people start thinking of it as a madhouse because I'm just not there. You know, mm. they, like they, they run around their chi- like uh, chickens with their heads cut off. And to me, like, Anytime there's like huge rushes and everything, it's just like it's like every other day. You're gonna get exactly as much work done as you would have without the rush. You just yes. it's just people freaking out around you. You don't have to freak out too. 
Yeah. <laughs> so was there? Did it, things calm down once you got back in the yeah. driver's seat? Yeah. Okay. Things were much calmer. That's good. That's well, good. like, like uh, for instance, the way I do orders is I gather everything that I need and then I make one big order. Well, while I was gone, even though I'd made a big order before I left. There were like six small orders that were made, and all the printers had broken down at least once. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so if, I don't know if we've mentioned this, but David is the manager of the graph, a graphics department at um, uh, you a, know, a company. Yeah, at a, at a, a distributor. Yep. And so uh, basically, the the uh, printers work in fine when I left, and then every single one of them, except for the two small ones, uh, broke down. And it's weird. It was just weird that they all broke down at the same time. Um, it feels almost manufactured to me, but uh-huh. I don't know. So anyway, uh, so <laughs> I, I just, now I'm now I'm cleaning up that mess. The the week went so fast for me. It went so fast. I got back to school, and then I had the field trip on today. So we were in the school building Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then field trip today. So just I like I just feel like the whole week has flown by. And it hasn't been quite like that for me. I mean, I've. It's 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 gone at a decent rate, but it's like uh, it's roughly the same as it usually is. Basically, just felt like I wasn't put I wasn't putting out fires this time. It felt like I was uh, stomping out ash. So <laughs> today, when I was on my field trip, I was thinking how like opposite ends of the spectrum my life is being on this field trip and dirty and gross compared to last Friday when I was all dressed up and glamorous and, you know, happy at the real cafe. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and if you did get all nasty and gross, you could have taken a shower immediately and gone yeah. to the pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the big thing that we did and the reason why we skipped the show last week was because of WLSFA, which, which stands, stands for, for the Weight Loss Surgery Foundation of America. Which is an awesome organization. I'm so proud to support them. I still think they need a better a- acronym. So that I, it is a it. it is a bit of a tongue twister. Yeah, like there should be like a, they should put something in the middle of it or something. So it's a Wallisfa or Walufsa. I still think they need like a cool one, like you know Ray Gun or or. or uh, but you know they've bang, been bang. around for six years now. Yeah. With, with that name. But everybody still stumbles on it. Even the people <laughs> that are like hosting the events are still like. The, it's so great to be at the WSLF, WSFFA. They're about to get a big boost. Like, I mean, yes, the community knows about them, but at large, I think society doesn't know about the WSFA. Not yet. They're only six years old. Is not that old for charity. That's true. That's true. But Carney Wilson, one of our ambassadors, she is going to be on Celebrity Apprentice this year. And her charity of choice is the WSFA. That's really cool of her. That's very cool of her, and it's going to give a, give them a lot of exposure that yeah. they wouldn't normally have. So well, she good. she spent so much of her life being ridiculed in the media over being heavy. I remember it. Oh yeah. So so I um, I think that just being in, in a community that's that does nothing but be kind to her is is nice. Like it might it might mean a lot to her. I got to see her. I saw her a glimpse of her twice this weekend. Oh, yeah? Once, when we were walking through the hotel lounge, she was sitting in one of the chairs, but she was talking to, like, a small group of people. I'd, so I didn't want to interrupt or anything, so I just said, hey, that's Carney Wilson, you know, and they kept walking. <laughs> and then uh, the morning that we left, she was hosting an event called Bariatric Chopped. Yeah. And uh, like a like a cooking competition, she yeah, was we were hosting both, that event. We're standing behind her. Yeah, we kind of snuck 
we snuck in to just wave goodbye to some of our friends and just like the way we came in was behind the stage that was not intentional we were trying to come in to the back of where people were sitting but we ended up coming in behind from behind the stage so we just peeked out waved goodbye to some people yeah we were on uh, stage left yeah so pieces to pieces and exit stage left and they always do that chopped the Sunday, like, of the day, of the event, they do it on Sunday. So yeah. we'll probably never get to see it because we always have to travel home on Sunday. That's true. Well, um, next year, by the way, is going to be in Portland. Woohoo! I'm so excited. So we'll have to probably fly in. And yes. if we fly in, then we'll probably be able to stay for Sunday. Maybe. That would be awesome. Yeah, because if we flew back, then it will just be, you know, a three-hour flight, four-hour flight. Oh yeah, it will be much shorter. Well, we'll we live right. Yeah, we live right in the middle of the country, and if we don't get that stupid connecting flight thing that all airlines like doing, yeah, I haven't really looked into it yet. See, if it's a straight shot, it's three. It's it's around three hours. But we where we are, like the Des Moines airport is the airport that we would use. Yeah, like it goes hardly anywhere as direct flights. You almost always have to do a connecting flight. Well, we have the option of also hitting up the Omaha airport, which doesn't. That's true. It's it's like two hour drive. Yeah. So. Which would suck on the way back, but it'd be cool on the way there. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, Anywho. <laughs> so, so we, we <laughs> touched on it a little bit, but let's do a recap of the sure. of the whole experience for all those people that are bored out of tears and really want to go to sleep right now. We're going to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Story time with the bleachers. For WSFA. <laughs> so we, we drove this year because it was in Nashville, and that's only a 10-hour drive for us. It's, that was actually faster than any flights we could have taken. I looked into flights. All the flights were connecting Yeah, where, they, where do they connect to? Like, we have to, we'd have to, like, fly to, like, New York yeah. and then to Nashville. And it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> it would have taken a lot longer to fly than it would have been to, to drive. Way yeah, it's, it's from going from one flyover state to another flyover state is not like good. the worst way to fly yeah, because you have good. to connect to the important states. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, so we drove, but I don't mind. I love dr- being in a car with you for a long period of time. I do too. I it's, like it. I like driving a lot. It's a big part of our vacation. I mean, like we enjoy that part of it. Yeah, it's part of. I was talking to somebody at work about it, and they're like, you like being in the car with your wife for a long period of time? What, what's wrong with you? I'm like, because my wife is freaking awesome. <laughs> That's what I'd say. Because my husband is freaking awesome. I say, don't worry about it. She just sleeps a lot. And, uh, you know, that too. I, I do sleep a lot. <laughs> just leave you alone. <laughs> I try to stay awake. <laughs> Actually, I, like, I just like having you there. I like having yeah. just the, the comfort of you nearby. Aw, thanks, baby. So, I don't know. I don't know why I'm tired all the time, you guys. Part all the time. Of, part even, of it. Even when you haven't gone looking for uh, uh, gigantosaurus yeah. under the under the Iowa puddle. Like, I have an iron deficiency, <laughs> and I get infusions, and they say that's why I'm tired all the time. But they always say after I get an infusion, oh, you're going to feel so energetic, and you're going to feel so much better after your infusion. What's the first thing you do when you come home from oh, those? Oh, take a nap. <laughs> 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 I would just even with the infusions, I don't feel more. The only thing that makes me feel energetic is right after my workout in the morning. I have a boost of energy. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's see. After after our drive, it was actually around nine and a half hours. Except we stopped once uh, in was it St. Louis, just outside of St. Louis, at a Red Robin, I think. Oh yes, we did, and had lunch. And, you know, because it's a vacation, so we took the time to stop and eat lunch. Yeah. If we'd just driven straight, I think it would have been, like, a straight nine and a half hours. Yes, it would have been faster. And uh, 
the funny thing is, is I I really did not want to run into anybody when we first arrived because I was in like very comfortable, like basically like sweats, you know, like sweats. She was she and- was she was just nude. <laughs> in my birthday suit. <laughs> she, she likes to call when she's warm and nude sweats. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was, so I was in my sweats. <laughs> and I was and, wearing my birthday suit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my hair and makeup done. So I, but so lesson, well, what do you expect? It's I know, the lobbies where everybody learned, hangs out. Lesson learned. Next year, full hair and makeup. Or, or we just <laughs> stop at the rest stop like right before there. Yeah, and, and well, we're you, flying next year, so. Yeah. Yeah, lesson learned. Because as soon as we walked in, it was just like person after person. Hi, yeah. hello, hugs, and celebrating, getting to see each other again. It's been a year for some of them. Some of them I haven't, I had never met in person. I'd only yeah. seen them online. So, and then, so I just wanted to like rush through that, get upstairs, shower, and get back down with my fancy clothes and hair and makeup. But, yep. Yeah. So. So we went upstairs. Um, we, we finally got all our stuff together. Got upstairs, and then uh, within fifteen minutes, while you were in the shower, I think. Yep. The phone rings. Yep. The phone rings. David answers it. I answer it, and that, by the way, on the last like two hours of us coming in, roughly there was a. There was uh, somebody. Um, somebody was texting me. Was texting Jennifer and uh, okay, okay, the re- okay. That was really annoying because we were listening to a book on audio audible dot com. Oh wait, is that audible? Audible dot com. It's, it's no. audible. It's audible. Okay, from Audible, we were listening to the book Ready Player One, which we're going to talk about later in the show. But and um, so every time this guy te- sent a text to my phone, it interrupted the book. And it said, like, you have a text message. Yeah. And it was so annoying. And, it, it kept, and he kept... And he texted, like, what, geez, like, eight, I, nine times, something like yeah, that? Yeah, he kept texting. And it was, yeah, it was really annoying because it kept interrupting our book. So, and uh, David was getting irritated. And he's like... And we had already had a few issues with this guy prior to yeah, leaving. Yeah. So David's like, there's, you know, this guy's not right. I'm like, red flag, red flag, yeah, red, red flag, flag, red alert. Yeah. Danger, so, Will Robinson, danger. <laughs> So I'm, we, doing, I'm doing the arms. Yeah. <laughs> Danger Robinson. So we get to the hotel. I'm in the shower. The phone rings. You answer it. And who Within, is it? It's the same dude. And it's 15 minutes after we arrived and gave nobody our room number. We no. got it like 15 minutes before that. It's not like it was like ahead of time we had the room number. I'm assuming he got the room number from the front desk. That's the only place he could have gotten but it. But why would they give out our room number? Because he used our name. He's like, hey, do you know where this couple is Where the bleachers staying? are, yeah. They were oh, like, my God. Where the bleachers at? And they're like, oh, part of the same convention and everything. So, of course, they'd give it, unless we give it fake names. So, when I came out from the shower, I'm like, how did he get our room number? We had a celebrity experience. It was, it was creepy. <laughs> it was creepy. Now and you, then... Now, you know, Gwyneth Faltrow feels, or would feel, if she had any fans. Oh. <laughs> you're a Gwyneth... Oh, wait, no. I was thinking of Gwen Stefani. Sorry. No, I like no, Gwen no, not, Stefani. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait a second. You like Gwen Stefani. I like yeah. Gwen Stefani. Not yet. Gwen, Gwen. Faltrow. <laughs> So David, so David and I, like I were like complete agreement about Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> <laughs> so David unplugged all our hotel phones. There yeah, were like, like two, two or get, three in the room. He unplugged all of them. We've got our own cell phones. What do we need hotel yeah. phones for? Yeah, it's going to lead to more of this shit. Yeah. So we got uh, we got dressed and everything, and then we went down. Um, uh, let's see. And we got to meet like. We got to hang out with a few people that we'd already that I'd already met in the past, and then got to meet some new people who I, you know, people like I consider celebrities in the <laughs> weight loss surgery community. These are people that do for 
Remember, we're talking to a whole bunch of people who've never seen the stuff. On yep. YouTube, there's a whole community of the WSFA people and the basically weight loss people. Any, anybody who's had, like, weight loss surgery who makes YouTube videos, like, most people who, who have had weight loss surgery that make YouTube videos are part of the community, that we call the community. So some of them are more famous than others. Yeah. But by that, I mean, like, uh, they have they've more been, followers. They've, they've been, been around, around longer. longer. Yeah. Uh, more people know, like, if you say their name, like, the one I'm thinking of right now is Sarah, Lessa Sarah. Um, she was a, the, in my mind, a celebrity that I got to meet that I was super excited to meet. And the cool thing was, is she was just as awesome in real life as I thought she was going to be. Yeah, she was, she's she's really cool. Her and uh, Gooch. Her, yeah, her fiance Gooch, who, who used to, well, they both used to be YouTubers. I think Gooch is totally done making YouTube videos, but I think that Sarah still pops up every once in a while and makes a YouTube video. But well, yeah, she was saying she wanted to, get, and kind she of wanted to get, get back, back into, into it. it. Yeah. yeah. And we've had her, like, my other show, The Naked Truth, we've had her on the get, as a guest on the show twice. So, And uh, I got to meet Tanya and John, and we met a whole bunch, a whole bunch of people Yeah, um, down the lobby. And uh, that night was Cowboy Night. And, uh, Wait, we're, we're still on Thursday night. So the next night oh, was... Oh, Thursday night. Oh, geez, yeah. yeah, then the next night was Cowboy Night. Okay. So Friday, what, do we do anything? What do we do in the morning? So Friday morning, I volunteered for the WSFA. Right. I volunteered to register people. Oh, yeah, so I was drawing stuff. I remember. Yeah, so I did that <laughs> for like two hours, and it was awesome. I hope I get that time slot again next year to to volunteer because most of the people go to register at that time, like from 8 in the morning till 10 in the morning. That's the big time. So people were coming through the line to register, and I got to, you know, say hi to like 100 people, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I would think it'd be more than a hundred because you were, more you were handling like fifteen when I was there. Yeah, it, could, it, it may, and I was only there for like ten minutes. Could have been more like two hundred. I think there was three hundred people total. Yeah, and and people were registering throughout the weekend. So, but that was definitely the bulk of the people registered at that time. Right. Um, let's see. At that time, I was just uh, I found this cool little spot. Um, it was shaded and nice weather out, and I just uh, I read a book for a little bit, and then I started drawing, and then uh, people came over and started hanging out with me. It was kind of cool. Yeah. And then we, and then David and I got together after I was volunteering, and um, we looked at the schedule of like the speakers and the events that would be happening, and we just went over like, w- you know, like my top ones that I wanted to see. And David ha- just decided to go with me. He said that he wanted to go see them as well, and he went with me, which was awesome. We went to two YouTube panels. Uh, YouTube panels were uh, people that have been doing videos for a while and have, I guess, a certain amount of followers. Since you didn't get asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I have the same amount of followers. I don't know why I didn't get asked, but I didn't get asked, and that's fine. That's messed up. No, it's not. That is so messed up. I can't believe they dissed you like that. Whatever. (laughs) I'm I'm cool. I don't care. (laughs) And then uh, those are cool. And then what do we do? Do we go straight to Cowboy? No, we went to go swim, I think. So then that day, like, we went to the two YouTube panels. We went and hung out at the pool for a while. We ate lunch at the hotel restaurant and then um and then that night was country wishes night and we got to wear our country gear Mm -hmm. so for me that was a a little dress and cowboy boots and a cowboy hat and for you i had a cowboy like a not cowboy but a jean jacket on and i had uh my cowboy hat on basically the way i used to dress all the time (laughs) yeah is it like your cowboy hat from like when you were growing up i was 17 no i i we got that when i was in california um uh up in big bear oh okay Still quite old. Yeah, it's from when I was 17. So over, over 20 years old. <laughs> oh, boy, you'll be like that. 
<laughs> you know, I had a <laughs> thought today. It's 25 years old. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, had, I had a thought today. We haven't been together for 30 years, but we've been together for three decades of your life. Your 20s, your 30s, and your 40s. That's true. Isn't that cool? That's cool. <laughs> so two decades of yours then, right? Two of mine. Yeah. For right now. Very, very in, soon to be In three. a few years. Very soon, like maybe tomorrow. <laughs> no, a few years it will be three for me as well. Um, let's see. We did the Cowboy Night, and they had like competitions that night where you had to keep running to uh, Sarah. Sarah Waffle, who was one of the MCs, and her husband, Chris Waffle, was the other MC. And he's, his band is a mega thruster, right? Yep. He has a uh, nerd, what's it called, nerdcore? Or well, nerdcore like, is the rap, so he's oh, okay. more of a, he's, he does, he does uh, like just rock versions. Rock nerd music. Yeah, kind of like, uh, like. They're uh, up in Portland, Oregon, and his band is mega thruster. Mega thruster, because they thrust If you want to check them out. <laughs> they megafy thrusting. Very, very awesome couple. So, uh, Great she MCs. was. So she was doing contests where you had to run to her with like whatever, like you know, yeah. a ticket from the event, or uh, men running up wearing women's shoes, yeah. or uh, that was mean, uh, or or like a whole bunch of different things. And Jennifer won one of them, only uh, one for our for our table, which is you had to run up with three cowboy hats on. Yes, and she was, she, but she was on it, like she was leaning forward, like like touching the table, but like oh, leaning was, against it like up, a runner. I was up and ready to go. <laughs> I can't believe we only got one. I can't believe you're some, too slow. That's some tables this. got like six, six <laughs> things, and we had no chance of winning. Jennifer drag, uh, uh, tackled a, a, a soon-to-be drag oh, queen. Oh, I felt so bad about that. <laughs> I, I accidentally tripped him. He would have he would have won too for his table if I hadn't tripped him. You're messed it up. It was totally an accident. I swear. Sure, I was, was not being competitive well, at that. Sure moment. was Tanya. What's that chick's name? The one who Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding. Oh, sure Tanya. was Tanya Harding. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so uh, then we did the Cowboy Night thing, and then we went out on Friday um, with uh, Michelle, who's a uh, um, person we just met. That No, I met her last year at San Diego. That was the first time I met her, and she's awesome. I love her. I hadn't met her yet. Yeah, but so. you hadn't met her. Yeah. And then we went out. Uh, we used Uber. I love Uber. Uber is really awesome. Cool. Yeah, Uber is cool. So we went out and we went to a club with the guy who sang exactly the same for every type of song. Um, it was, was a cover band. Yeah, he was doing he was doing cover stuff, but like every song he was he using. He sounded the same. He was using that country voice, you know the the ones like uh, I've been running around the river, do do do. Basically that tone. So then he'd use it with uh, uh, uh call me maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so we actually didn't we went on stage for like three songs. And then we headed over, we were walking towards to meet up up with our friends at another, like a club, like Crazy a dance town. club, Crazy Town. Whoa. And, um, but we got, we were hungry and we stopped along the way. I wasn't hungry. So, I was sorry, to... you weren't hungry. I was hungry. Michelle was hungry. So we stopped along the way to get a bite to eat. Then we ran into a whole bunch of cool people. We met uh, Belle from uh, Australia. Australia. We met um, Randy from Long Island. And that's also where Michelle's from. Mm-hmm. Um, and we met uh, some other people. <laughs> I know we're so bad with names. We're yeah. so bad. Like, well, you it guys don't fun. know. Anyway. It was fun hanging out with them, though. But then I'm like just trying to drink, and then like uh, these yeah. are all WS patients. So we all have tiny stomachs. Not patients, but uh, and we we all like ordered stuff to share. Like Michelle and like I got something to share. Roast pig, no. three or four pizzas. Uh, <laughs> uh, there was uh, there was uh, a live cow. Um, not for long. So we all uh, got stuff to share, but we even sharing it, we weren't able to finish it. So David ended up 
finishing everyone's food like, well, at I the did, table. I tried. I tried my best, but they took some back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yummy. Yeah, it's so yummy. <laughs> so we finally made it to the club, Crazy Town, and that was fun. Yeah, we had a good time. Oh, I, love to, I, I love to dance, and I haven't danced for so long, like in a club atmosphere. Yeah. Uh, we just haven't. This is not something we do on a normal I miss dancing, but then once the night was over, I, I remember exactly why I stopped. <laughs> yeah, I woke up the next day, and I keep in mind, I work out all the time, okay? Yeah. But I woke up the next day and my whole body ached, especially my knees, and I was thinking like, how is this how can I possibly be this <laughs> sore from dancing when I work out all the time? But I think it was the heels, the heels I was wearing. Well, I wasn't wearing heels, yeah. and but I'm moving quite a bit of weight on my own and uh moving it uh moving it with rhythm for a long periods of time makes my feet and uh, knees hurt. Um we had a really good time that night. That was a lot of fun. That was fun. Uh, let's see. So the next morning, I did a couple things. I went to Mama Rose's coffee talk, and I kind of, like, helped her, like, by handing out mugs to people as they came, like, greeted, greeted them and gave them a mug that she signed at the end of the talk. Mama Rose is one of the oldest, uh, weight loss, uh, uh YouTubers. YouTubers. 12 years, I think. She's 12, been on YouTube for 12 Since years. Since basically YouTube started, right? Uh, roughly. I don't know, but she's, she's been, she was one of the first ever... WLS YouTubers. My oldest video, I think, is like 2004. That that Eminem yeah. one that I did. So so she's she's well known and well and very very loved because she's just got such a beautiful spirit and heart and she's just awesome. So I got to help her out. Yeah, with, remember her, with her coffee talk. We just have to always remember that uh, the people who are listening aren't always WLS people. I know. <laughs> so this is probably really boring for people who aren't WLS people. They're like, who? What? Sorry, you guys can Sorry. skip this podcast if you want. I mean, it's it's fine. This is just going over something we did. And um, but seriously, if you want to go to sleep, like this is. This is a good time. Just go to sleep. Listen to our soothing voices. Go to sleep. Just think of a white go light. Go to sleep. So becoming a pinpoint. Concentrate your breath. Okay. So, <laughs> if you're still awake. <laughs> um, then I had an appointment with a plastic surgeon from Beverly Hills. His name is Dr. Katzen. And he's an amazing plastic surgeon. I've got I've got to see a lot of his work. He's been a, on The Naked Truth many times. I think like three or four times as a special guest. And, um, you know, obviously people who've had weight loss surgery lost more than 100 pounds. There's a lot of excess skin. So um, that's, you you that's what he specializes in. You decided not to go then with uh, Dr. Rubberface or uh, Dr. Stretchy Marks? No, no, Dr. Katz. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Stretchy Ber- uh, Berg. <laughs> so the, the areas I'm concerned about are the stomach, the breast, and the arms. And he just kind of pulled things up and showed me what it would look like when I had everything done. Hmm. Oh, I, I started to tear up. Aww. I know. I was like, I was like in, in a fantasy life, that's what would happen. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if plastics is ever going to happen. David's very supportive of it, which shocks me because that's a lot of money that we could be putting well, we have to, our, we, have like, to, we have to figure out exactly what the priorities are. So Yeah. I mean, my, my thought always goes to children's college. Yeah. Could I have plastic surgery or can I send my kids to college? You know. Well, you can send one. <laughs> you got to choose. So, you got to choose, Sophie. <laughs> oh, such a hard choice. Selfish choice. So, selfish choice. So, selfie, selfish Sophie's choice. So, that's such a messed up book. Oh, yeah. Geez. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. The, it, it was nice to do. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. It might. It's not totally off the table. We'll see. We'll see what the future brings. Um, 
Let's see. We went out after that. We went. We drove all around Nashville. We went to a costume shop because oh, the coolest costume shop ever. That night was bling night, so I wanted to get some chains because all I had was basically. Okay, so my dad went to this estate sale way back in the day. um, Back when two, not Tupac in Los Angeles. Oh, when what was his name? Um, Wasn't Tupac? No, no, Tupac is who he was. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the dude in the car with Tupac when Tupac Biggie? got there. No, Biggie's oh, wait, the one wait, on the other sorry. coast. I'm getting confused. Uh, the the big guy, Suge Knight. Suge Knight. Sorry. All right, so Suge Knight was in trouble and he was going kept going to jail around that time. He's in jail again, I guess, uh, for the run over that dude. But anyway, um, he says it was from an estate sale from from uh, Suge Knight because of like these big shoulders and stuff, and it was basically built. Obviously, the shirts are made for somebody with some muscles. So. Uh, I had this long uh, uh, rashiki kind of shirt and then, like, uh, uh, dress pants and shoes. But basically, I'm, like, black, navy, blue, black. No bling at all. So we need to get some bling, some shiny stuff. So that's why we went to the costume shop. We went to the costume shop. The costume shop is, like, uh, it's huge. It was about the size of a small Target. It was, yeah, (laughs) a big, huge warehouse. They had costumes you could rent. I mean, obviously, like... People who are entertainers probably, like, use them for shows would be my guess. And probably people go to rent fairs a lot and people that, uh, that like, want to go all out for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably people like, that def- do stage definitely shows. there were, like, performance kind of stuff there as well. Well, there's a lot of silly stuff, too. Like, and a lot of silly stuff. You're right. Like, you're going to do, like, a Disney-themed night. You could get everything there. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And uh, I got I got some gold bling chains. Uh, specifically, actually says bling on it. And I got a gangster uh, bracelet. And you got something too. I got like a, a, a sparkly headband. We were looking at tiaras. I almost got a tiara. <laughs> now, there's one that was there that was bigger than the actual prize for the oh, thing. Yeah. And I wanted you to get that one because that, that'd be funny. Because even if you don't win, you're still like out blinging the person who yeah, wins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just I got a very pretty sparkly headband to go with my rent the runway dress, which I loved. I would highly recommend Rent the Runway. It was a, it was an awesome experience. It was golden blingy. Yep, bag, badly Bagley Mishka, gold sequence dress. Bagley Mishka sounds like a uh, sounds like an insult in Yiddish. <laughs> Get out of here, Bagley Mishka. <laughs> Mashuga <and a> Mishka. <laughs> that was it. Was so fun to get dressed up like that. I mean. When else? I mean, I can't think of another time in my adult life where I get to get dressed. Besides WSFA events, where I get to get dressed up like that. They do that. The do the bling night thing in a weird way, though. The um, like you do, you form like a, you dance a little bit, and then you form a conga line. So, oh, for the competition part. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone who wants to participate in the bling night, like bling off, like they have us all come up and like like dance around like in a circle. Yeah. yeah. Basically. And, and and dance around in a circle past the judges, and then they. Decide. And I have no idea who the judges are. For one, yeah. for two, you don't like you don't know who to concentrate on. And uh, even so, even though it was goofy, uh, and it wasn't like it should be like people walking up on stage and like here's the applause for the person. Yeah. Um, I even in the amount of pain I was in, I danced my ass off. Yes, he did. <laughs> he worked so hard for me. I knew he was doing it for me. He's like, I'm gonna get Jenna for the crown. <laughs> And I really appreciate that. I did not win the crown. That was Tanya. 
That was Tanya, who she, and she deserved it. She looked and awesome. On the men's side, I did not expect at all to get anything on the men's side, and, and I shouldn't have because uh, I was up against a husband and husband couple that dressed up in drag with huge wigs that were like huge wigs. They're about seven feet tall or so. It, Not the wigs themselves, but like with all the together wigs. Yeah, with the wigs. Foot, they're about eight yeah, foot. probably eight they, foot. And I don't, the and the couple that they dressed up as were were um, Elvis and Priscilla Presley. Yeah. It was awesome. It wasn't Priscilla. Priscilla it was. Priscilla's a blonde. It was no Priscilla Presley. Like she, when she was with Elvis, she dyed her hair black. Oh, did she? Okay. Yeah, it was uh, early, early Priscilla Presley. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was awesome. And the uh, the um. So they won the men. They it was they. And the wig for Elvis was was also huge, not yeah. quite as high, but definitely wide. Yeah, it was awesome. They did great. <laughs> that was Joey G and his his husband Sonny. I think it's his husband. I don't know if it's husband or boyfriend, but I think they're. His- his partner. His okay, okay. Either way. Yep. So that was fun. That was a good time. Um, let's see. Sunday we were going to go, and we had to go uh, say goodbye to everybody, and that's when you saw uh, Homegirl at the chop thing. And yes. Yeah. Then we got in the car and we drove home, and we're still listening to the uh, Ready Player Ready One. Ready Player One. And we had like I think one. We had two stops. One which was was weird because it's a, it's a rest stop. Yeah, it was really, it was so random because I'm just like, hey, David, you got to pull over the next rest stop because I really have to pee. So we pull <laughs> over this weird rest stop. It was like it was on the like other the, side of the freeway. Yeah, we had to go to the other side of the freeway, go down this like long drive. We're like, yeah. what? The, what the heck Where is the up is with this rest stop? Rest stops are supposed to be like right there on the side of the highway. Yeah. It's like, I got to pee. Let's go. Yeah. Well, this one was like in a weird roundabout area. And the reason why is because it obviously belonged there way before the freeway and everything oh, around yeah. it ever did because it was like a... It's a beautiful old estate. It looked like a miniature White House. I'd yeah, say. a little bit. It's still a huge, huge house, mm-hmm. but not quite as big as the White House, and it looked very much the like White the House White House. The White House isn't that big. Oh, really? Maybe yeah. it was close to the White House size. It's, it's like the center part of the White House. Yes. Like, if you just put the center out, it looked kind of like that. It was, it was exactly like that. <laughs> the round thing in the front. Yeah. That yeah, was like, with the pillars. And so this was like a home. This this belonged to somebody at some, some family at some point. Yeah. And then they turned it into, uh, they marked it as a historical site. Turned it into like the back part of the house into a rest stop, and then the front part of the house they've preserved and they do tours during the week. So it was it was a weekend, so we couldn't go on a tour. But it was the coolest, most beautiful rest stop I've ever been in, in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, she was very excited about it. I was. I took like a ton of pictures. I'm like, yeah, I have like, to take out. I have to take pictures. Like they kept up rose bushes around it yes. and shit. Like it was ridiculous. It was gorgeous. ridiculous. So then uh, we, we kept driving, and we're about most of the way home, and uh, we're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, nowhere. And there's this gas station we stop at, and then there's this, like, poor, lonely little Subway sandwich shop. <laughs> Near the gas station. Not yeah. even attached to the gas station. Not attached to the gas station. You have to walk a little while. It, yeah, close to the gas station. Um it was a nice one. It was super clean and new. Well, there's nothing for them to do but, but no clean. one, no one was there. Yeah, it, it was, was totally deserted. Yeah, it was like you open the front door of the subway, and then a tumbleweed <laughs> yeah. would have flown by, except they brushed them all out of the yeah. front door because they have nothing <laughs> to do but clean. It clean yeah. <laughs> so we ate there, and, and then I started to get the feels. What we call the feels. The feels. What are the feels? The feels are when you leave an event like WLSFA, you leave your people, the people who understand what you've gone through because they've gone through it too. And not just the surgery, but the 
being obese for a number of years and everything that you have to deal with as an obese person and society, like they get it. They get everything. They understand everything. And you're with these people and you feel so safe and secure and happy. And then it's time to leave. And I'm going to get them. And say, it's time to leave and say goodbye. And then... You, and I was thinking, and you leave, and you know, you know you'll never see him again. Stop! Then, I know I'll see him again <laughs> next year, and I know I have like some little events coming up too, where I get to see like a small number of them coming up as well. But I, it was it's hard to it's hard to be surrounded by so much love and acceptance, and then have to leave it and think, okay, now I have to go back to the real world. That's really hard. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, I'm sorry, anybody. It's okay. So. uh she was crying the whole rest of the way. I was not. not well, when the she whole was, way. Asleep, she was sleeping the rest of it. Stop it! I would cry off and on. I was teary, maybe the rest of teary it. Teary and crying, then sleeping, and then crying, then sleeping. <laughs> and poor David just kept <laughs> hugging me. And and you said you understood. I do understand. Yeah. I understand because I am a geek, and I've been one my entire life. So uh, back in the eighties, uh, you were uh, you were in like the Christian groups at the time, so you know exactly what was happening on the other side. But D and D was looked at as like the devil, and yeah. and that everything was satanic and witchcraft, and and so you had all the Christians hating you, and of all the all the denominations, and they wrote articles about that. You used to have TV shows about the violence of it, and yeah, whatever. And I think in the entirety of it, I think like one commit, kid committed suicide, and that's because he was depressed, mm-hmm. just a regular depressed kid. D and D was blamed for that. <laughs> yeah, D and D was blamed for that, and then Judas Priest for the next one. Yeah. Um. So. It was, uh, I remember being part of a group that, that, that was definitely um, niched out of society for the most part. And there was a, a sh- small amount of us, and, but we all understood exactly what we were into. And, and you, knew, you knew back then when you were among geeks. Now it's weird because imagine if in a couple of years uh, fat culture becomes like this is the thing. You know, they make movies about it and they like everything that used to like... Uh, like all the foods you like, they'd make movies about the best foods and the and and all the like the surrounding issues of like about big clothing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so you're saying like geek culture became mainstream. Geek it, cul- yeah, it was the weirdest shit ever. And now like everywhere, like the everyone's oh, I was such a geek back then. No, you weren't. No, you weren't. You were fucking homecoming queen. <laughs> you were the head of the cheerleader squad. You were the you were the 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 main quarterback. You, you guys liars. Anyway, <laughs> I, uh, tell us how you really feel, David. Oh uh, yeah, I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> so we finished the book Ready Player One. So I have read I had read the book before that, and uh, we're listening to the um, audio version of it and uh will wheaton who i've been very annoyed by lately i think i've gone into it before on the show but uh he read it but he did an okay job <laughs> he should have especially since he had a producer and a director for an audiobook you Which know it's funny you know yeah. when you're teaching yes and you you have to wait for the director and the producer to show up so you so can, I can actually... read my book to my class <laughs> yeah i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> it was a good book, though. I cannot wait to see the movie. They're making a movie, right? Yeah, uh, Steven Spielberg is on yeah. as the director. Nice. And uh, I think um, that's exactly who should direct it. I don't know who else is, is cast if they've gone as far as casting yet, but I know that uh, Spielberg is attached, and it's funny because he's actually mentioned in the book a couple times. Yes, yeah. And a couple of his movies. The and, uh, the the reason why I'm so excited about the movie is because. 
while I could picture most of it, there were big thing, big chunks I could not picture because I just didn't have a point of reference. Like there were some video games that they would talk about that I didn't know. Right. Um, and so I couldn't picture that in my head or just, just certain situations. And some and yeah. some like animes and things like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't know a couple of the uh, the couple of the robots that we're talking about. I could kind of sort of picture it, but the rest of it I got. I because like I said, geek culture that that thing is just is thriving on geek culture. And actually, a little bit of like '80s synth pop stuff in there too. But uh, I I like the book. Um, I think that uh, it's a good driving book. So if you want to go on a long road trip, you should go ahead and pick up Ready Player One. Yep, it took us the pretty much the entire trip, so almost twenty hours. Yeah, we we did ha- we did when we first started out. I think we did talk for about two three hours first. Yeah, so, so about, about fifteen about 17 hours. hours. Yeah, yeah, fifteen to seventeen so, hours. Yeah, something like that. Um, so, on the darker side of WSFA stuff, uh, we, we, you and some other women had to deal with the creeps. Yeah, so we had that creepy guy that we had to deal with, that you and I had to deal with, and, and, and then, um, we just avoided him and ignored him the rest of the time, as much as we could. Yeah. I know you talked to him a little bit, but. He was still around, but he wasn't, he wasn't as, like. He wasn't part, like, a big part of our weekend. Exactly. But then when I came back from WSFA, women started messaging me saying, hey, I had this experience with this guy, and I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to have to unfriend him or block him or whatever, and I'm letting you know because I know you're friends with him. And they were saying that because he had used a picture of he and I together as his profile picture for almost a year now. You and him and... uh, My sister-in-law. Sister-in-law. He, um... I met him at a meet and greet uh, in Michigan yeah. last summer, and I mean, he seemed totally fine then. You know, it was totally fine. He creeped out your family. Well, he, he, yeah, he, yeah. I, mean, I thought he was fine. He made my family nervous. They're like, you know, there's something not quite right about that guy. You know, I mean, he made us uncomfortable. But I, I, I didn't read that. You know, I thought everything was fine until recently when he started sending me those inappropriate messages, and you and I talked to him about that. And what he, was what was one of the messages? Is your pussy wet? Yeah, that was, and that, and he intended it as a joke, but it was you start you start piling them together. You're like yeah. these small things you pile them so, together. So so he sent me that message along with a few others at the same time, and I I showed it to David and I'm like I don't know what to do about this guy because he, I consider him a friend, and I met him in person. It's not like he's just some random guy who started messaging me on Facebook. I actually met him in person. He knows me. But I don't like him talking to me like this. And he was Dave, a random guy before you met him, though. I mean, I'll see why the meeting changes so much about that. Okay. So Dave, David looked at the messages and he said, you know, while it's inappropriate, I think he's just joking. And I, so David and I said, it's okay. Like, we agreed it's okay to give him another chance. So I said but I said, him, I also told you I was getting a vibe off him, too. I think that he, there might be like an Asperger's kind of thing or a... Something something off. that's a little bit off. That's a so, mental a mental thing, like a, a social social mental thing. So um, at the time, I said to him, "Hey, don't please don't talk to me like that. It makes me really uncomfortable." And he flipped out a little bit, like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm such a horrible person for doing that." And blah blah blah. I'm like, "No, you're not a horrible person. I'm just saying it makes me uncomfortable, and I just want to be honest with you so that you don't do it anymore." Right. So Basically, like, I'm like, you I forgive the, you, you but cross the line, uh, don't, don't do it, do it anymore. Yeah. So then 
But then he, when he was being uh, kind of stalkerish with us, you know, by texting constantly on our drive there and then calling our hotel room, that I just kind of like decided just to like w- just wash my hands of him and not yeah. not really interact with him anymore. But then when we came home, women started messaging me, saying things that he had done to them at WSFA that made made them uncomfortable. Some of them so uncomfortable to the point that they actually ended up having to notify security I mean, because he crossed physical boundaries. What do you do? You don't have he, to you don't have to tell who, but he grabbed he grabbed their like he grabbed one woman's butt. Right. She that that I know of. And um so so and then another woman contacted me and basically I felt like one I have to unfriend him because People were giving him second chances based on the belief that he and I were friends. Therefore, right. he must be a good guy. Right. Because I was friends with him. That really upset me because yeah. it made me feel like I was part of the problem. Yeah, you were you were acting as bait. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I had to unfriend him. And I, and I did make a post about it because I wanted him to know that if you continue to harass me or any of my friends i will fight back mm. because i i was just i just it made me so uncomfortable that <sighs> you and i were talking in the car about this like one he was being inappropriate with me but i wasn't unfriending him because i want to be a nice person i don't want to be mean to anybody and you explained to me well you're like not like i'm asking for it but there's a certain point where when you left enough stuff go by and you start leaving off a scent. Now, this works for a whole bunch of things. This means it's not your fault at all. This this has nothing to do with being your fault. What I'm saying is this is there's certain tells that a predator can pick up on. Like a cheetah is going to start looking for uh, whatever part of the herd is starting to, to fade back from the rest, which one's a little bit sick, which one is a little bit off, or which one's a little bit too trusting, whatever. And they'll go for that prey. Basically, you're giving off the scent of, of uh, I wouldn't say sickness, but like of trust. You're giving off a scent of trust. Too nice. Too nice. Too nice. And you, there's a certain point where you have to you have to flip mean. I, and I had to stop being too nice. Yeah, you you know you need that knew, switch. He knew I was too nice, and he took advantage of that. Yeah. So. So I mean, I had a woman call me in tears. She was she felt so violated and so hurt and so upset by the things he had done and said to her, and she said he ruined her weekend, her her WSFA weekend, which oh, breaks that's my heart. That Be- sucks. Yeah, because it's such an amazing event and has nothing to do with this situation at all. In fact, this guy, it was he was he was reported to WSFA from another person who he had been bothering, and they told they looked into it and told her. He's not even a ticket holder to this event. So he's just hanging he around just, the hotel. He knew where we were, when we were going to be there, and he just showed up and hung out around the hotel and around us. Around lobby, yeah. And us, I mean the WS people, not really you and I, because we avoided him. But um, So I just feel like I had to say that, and since I've put it out there publicly, more women came forward and told me. So it's a, it's, it was a, I'm so glad I said something about it, because I thought he was just bothering me. And I could handle it, and I had you, and we could handle it, and it's fine. Yeah. But when I started finding out about him hurt, like hurting, for lack of a better word, like emotionally disturbing people, 
I got like this mama bear feeling about me. Like, oh, I have to stand up for my people. Like these women are, are in a way, like they're they're a little bit, uh, they're vulnerable because mm-hmm. some of them have never ever dealt with this kind of attention or male attention in general, but like this kind of extreme attention, and they had no idea how to handle it. Right. So I felt like I had to be the strong one and stand up and say something. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's something that happens when when you're obese for, especially when you're obese for a very long time. That you don't really go out in society much because you get laughed at, or, or snickers behind your back, or even just straight up, "Hey, fatty, you fuck off," or "Go back home," or you know, even people go to the gym, you know, they'll be shitty. They're like, just people are real shitty to fat people because they think of it as like you got you're lazy and you you just eat and that's it. Like, and you you're you're a drain on society. That's the way people look at fat people. So when you lose it, when you lose the weight, and you become like you start becoming the person you are on the inside and the outside. You start showing, like, bigger smiles. You start being able to dress in normal clothes and being attractive to the opposite sex or, if you're into it, your own sex. And then you start getting approached more. And you don't have the high school training for it, you know, the the battleground that everyone else goes through. You don't, yeah. have, the, you don't have the dating life, dating history that everybody else has. You don't know what it's like to be approached at a bar and be given a free drink. And you don't know what that really, I mean, you know, you've heard, you know kind of what it means, but you don't know what it feels like. Yeah. You've never known what it felt some, like. Well, some, some women are like that. Yeah, the ones who've been lifelong heavy. Yeah, lifelong. Like, I, I wasn't lifelong. So I, of course, I dealt with that a lot when I yeah. was younger. And so I knew, I mean, this was, this wasn't new to me. And I yeah. knew, and I knew how to handle it. But I, and I also had your support too, as and, well. But Here's the thing. I think this man, because I found out now that he's been doing this for over a year to different women in the community for over a year, being right. inappropriate with them, making them uncomfortable for over a year now. And I think he honestly believed that we would never, ever talk about it publicly. Right. Well, we're still not, right now, we're still not naming the dude. But. And, and, and there's a reason for that. I don't want to ruin his life. I don't want, I don't want to like make everyone hate him and everyone unfriend him. I don't want to do that. I want to send a message to him that it's not okay. Stop what you're doing. It's just not okay. Yeah. And, and we're going to talk about it. If you do it, we're going to talk about it. You're not safe. You can't safely do this behind doors and get away with it. It's not just the one dude. I mean, there, yeah, it turns it, out. Like, yeah, I know one. I've opened this whole can, can of worms. <laughs> Those people started contacting me because I, I haven't named him. They're saying, is it this guy? Because this guy's done this to me. Or is it this guy? Because this guy's done this to me. I think mean, there's three now total guys that I know about. Yeah. So, so if, if you are, uh, if you're questioning, like you have that thing in the back of your head, everyone has it, and some of us is ignored to different degrees. But if you got that thing in the back of your head, and not even guys, women too, uh, that you're like, I feel like saying this to be outlandish, or I, if you see that bit of discomfort in someone's eyes, or you see that that hurt in someone's eyes, or you cross a line like you grab someone's ass, like don't like when you're thinking about it, just stop, don't do don't it, don't do it, don't do it unless you get okay, get to somebody's okay. Consent, from it. yeah. yeah. Consent. One of our friends made a really excellent post on Facebook about consent, like what consent is, what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it's not. That was, it was perfect, but basically, like you need to have consent at all times. Yeah. And even if you had consent at one time, doesn't mean you still have consent. You still need to check to see if you have consent, like, basically. And I was really worried, too, because this woman, this this, this uh, community is heavily uh, dominated by women. Mm. And there's only a few guys. And I'm friends with several of the guys. And I don't want them to feel like, 
they're walking on eggshells now. Like, we're going to turn and attack them and say, like, that was inappropriate. You know, like, I don't want them to feel that way at all because we can be very flirty with each other. Yeah. And that's totally cool. That's totally fine. We're talking about extreme yeah. inappropriateness. Extreme, like, inappropriateness by, like, things, saying things like, is your pussy wet to a girl for no reason at all out of the blue. Totally inappropriate. Grabbing someone's ass or boobs. Totally inappropriate. Another one... Not this guy, different guy. Trying to remove women's clothing without their permission. Totally inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. I would do it. These are examples of extreme inappropriateness. So anyway, uh, and this and the same thing, uh, same thing with women. Don't don't grab don't grab dudes' asses unless you've gotten an okay. Yeah, it goes both directions. Do, just because it's a guy doesn't mean it's all right. Don't grab crotches. Yeah. Um, all that kind of shit. Just just have a little bit of respect for each other. Pretend you're in kindergarten and play by those rules. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're past the uh, we're past the creepy talk. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to um, I wanted to to take a look at uh, apps. There are some cool apps that have been coming out lately. Um, I see you have Audible on your list. I love Audible. Well, tell me about Audible. It's so funny, actually, today because we had a two hour bus ride for the field trip. Mm-hmm. I had um, and we, and we let we let the kids bring electronics because it's such a long bus ride. Uh, so I I listened to Audible. I was listening to Eat, Pray, Love on Audible today. Yeah, it was very it was very calming in that whole like chaotic situation. So right. I I listen to Audible every. I love it. I listen to it all the time. It's it's just basically books books on books on oh. CD but or tape, but oh. it's all through it's your just, phone. They're Audible. <laughs> you can hear them. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and uh, if you join up with Audible, I think they give you like one free book a month, right? Well, no, they give so your first month I think is free, and then after that you um, you pay like a monthly fee and you get one book for that monthly fee. I, don't know if it's monthly fi- fee. I can't remember if it's fifteen dollars a month or nineteen dollars a month, but you get a book for that one book for that. Okay, yeah. Um, there's this other app. Uh, it's called World Around Me. And it's really cool. Um, I'm going to hand it to you, and you tell me what it's doing. I just hit this eat and drink thing. Okay. So here, it's... let me let me uh, let me uh, get it so set up. So basically, what you have to do is do, do this figure eight thing. It's he's, fun, kind of he's funny. He's like waving it in the air. Are you making a figure eight? Yeah, I was making <laughs> okay. a figure eight. All right, holding the device at eye level. So now it's showing our office, and it's saying. Oh, like all the restaurants that are in town. Yeah, so. Wow, who, knows we, who knew we had so many restaurants in this little itty so bitty town? So let's go to Jack's Beef and Barbecue. See, he's pushing it. And it gives us the address and the phone number and the picture. The Foursquare highlights and you can call it and nice. do the web. So it doesn't do just food. So like if we wanted to do, um, if we wanted to do ATMs, money, um, if there's, like, say if there's parks or whatever. There's a button that says enjoy. So. So he, so he pushed the enjoy button and now he's, like, moving the phone around the room. So there's and parks over parks there. And parks are coming up. Cool. And it tells you exactly which direction. And it shows you in a little map exactly how far away that park is. That is an awesome app. We're going to have to take it out outside the house and play with it. Yeah, we need yeah. to go to a place, like, where we don't know anything and then and then use it, too. Um, the next one is called Smart News. Um, we're going to use this one a little bit later to do a couple news stories. Actually, we'll do it next show. We're running out we're of running time. We're running out of time. Well, Smart News is kind of cool because it tabs out all your news. 
but it has a really cool feature. So choose choose a category. Okay, lifestyle. lifestyle. All right, so choose a story. Uma Thurman feels violated after surprise kissed at charity auction. Yeah. So you click Smart View since it's taking a little while to load, and it takes you immediately to a story that has all the stuff taken out of it. Oh wow. So she got she got kissed oh. without consent. Without consent. Yep. Sad. And uh, let's see. The next one is called Noodle Cat. Noodle Cat's a cute little game. Um, it's only got like a couple thousand downloads. Uh, it's basically it's a cat that shoots uh, shoots ravioli <laughs> at other cats in space while flying around a little spaceship. So, like Angry Birds? Is Angry Birds? No, Angry Birds is a slingshot and knocks down pigs. Oh, and stuff. okay. I don't know. So, so, so there's cats. It's... Cats are shooting fireballs at him. Okay. And uh, and yeah. he shoots ravioli at them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's strangely addictive. So, Noodle Cat is your uh, strangely addictive, goofy little game. The next one is called Free Lettuce. This one you will like. Free lettuce. Free lettuce. Okay, what is free lettuce? Free lettuce is. Let me see if I can pull it up. Where did I put it? Um, it's there's there's three versions of it. Um, there's like a gym version. There's an at home version. Um, and there is. Uh, here, I'm gonna pull it the hard way. <laughs> can you guys hear our sons in the <laughs> background? <laughs> They're fighting. Our youngest just yelled, "Jacob!" So what this does is it it. Uh, it sets you up to to uh, like a what whole. Is this? <laughs> it has a whole series of uh, is it, okay workouts and things like that. Get in the shape of your life. Oops, sorry. I'm starting now. Getting started. I'm male. I'm female. Okay, I'm I'm totally checking this out tonight because so. if you follow my YouTube, you know I'm starting a new um, fitness plan where I'm going to be trying to become um, a fitness model. And you can go for get muscle, get fit, <gasps> or get lean. I'm I totally want, checking this out tonight. I want to get lean. Okay, okay, okay. And then you can... Let's um, wrap up the show so I can get on and check this out. So this one's called Freeletics, and what it does is it sets you up with a daily workout routine. I love um, it. It has videos. <gasps> it has a whole bunch of shit in it. Oh, my God. There's a version for the home, which is the one I, ha- I got. There's a version for the gym. I want one for the gym. There's a version for other shit, too. So there's three different versions you can get on it. Okay. And it also tracks, I believe it tracks this is like a free. This is a free app? Mm-hmm. This okay, yeah, app. I'm totally checking that out tonight. So this gives you, uh, the one I'm doing is athlete and signing up and all that. It's. Okay. Uh, I haven't had a chance to really check this one out. Um, so I, I, it's I will, got really I will take a really good look at it, and then by next week's show, I'll give you guys a review. It's loading a trainer for me. And so, anyway, so the next one and the last one is called Musical.ly. And I put that one under audio. I think I've heard of this, but I don't know what it is. This is this the one that Jacob uses? Oh, this might be what Jacob uses. Okay, well, it's also getting really good reviews. Um, it's I, I basically went through the top apps on Am- on um, Google Play Store. You, Just, you you missed it. It was right there. Oh wait, no. No, it's Musically, not Samsung. So it's M U. Well, here. if it's the one Jacob uses, this is like where you like little make little mini music video of you lip singing, basically. Yeah, there it is. I think that's I think it's exactly what it does. Jacob's pretty big on there. He's got like five thousand Yeah, this is Jacob's is it, yeah. He's got like five thousand viewers or so subscribers. Does he? Yeah, 5, he's got like oh, five thousand. Cool. And he, he says all the girls keep saying, You're so cute. <laughs> he's a little cute little thirteen year old boy. Almost fourteen. So yeah, it's it basically creates little music videos that you uh 
you uh, do um, lip sync to. And the one of the coolest things, yeah, he's yeah he's on it. There he is. We'll have to see. Oh, you can see him. Yeah, he's right there. We'll have to. Well, uh, some friends on it. Tanya's on there. Tanya's on, on there? there. Yeah, I don't okay. know who he is. Yeah, he's WLS. Okay. So. Uh, Maybe we could put some of his, I don't know if we can, but maybe we could put some of his clips on our Facebook page for people to see what we're talking about. Yeah, we, we could do that. We and and uh, he, he edits them really well. Like yes, he, amazing editing jobs. Job. Jobs? Jobs. I don't like know. Steve job. Jobs? Jacob does a good editing job. <laughs> um, let's see. I think, I think we're actually close to the end of the show. So We are. We are running out of time. There's always more to talk about, but... Yeah, we had we had some other stuff we we had planned, but uh, and I think this is our fourteenth show, right? Yeah, this is that means 14. next week when we come at you, it will be a live show on YouTube. Okay, and so you you'll either be listening. You, I mean, you can still listen to it after the fact, but we will be doing a live show on YouTube. Yeah, you won't have any of this fancy editing there in this show. The um and some it'll be live, so so there won't be any of this really cool, highly produced, very tight show like we have right now. Whatever. <laughs> There's no editing. There's no tightening. We're just talking. There's nothing special. <laughs> just us. <laughs> okay. So uh, you can um, visit us on Twitter at UTB Podcast, on Facebook at Under the Bleachers, um, YouTube. Uh, you just have, is it I under did. The, is it YouTube under the is Under the Bleachers. Um, old episodes you can pick up on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, um, a whole bunch of the places. I think I think a whole bunch of RSS feeders have been picking us up lately. Awesome. Um, Thank you so much for listening, guys. Oh, wait, wait. What, oh, what, what? Remember we had uh, old people want to say hi to the people in Denmark who have been listening to us? Yes, hi to our Denmark, like, our Denmark <laughs> listeners. We had no idea. We had so many Denmark <laughs> listeners. And hello to the people in Canada. They're, yes, you're, you're our number Canadians. Two on the list. Woo-hoo, so thank you very much. Go Canada. Go hey, Canada. Um, yeah. Thank you to, uh, let's see, Australia. and. Yes. Japan and France. Thank you to everybody who listens to us from all over the world. We are flattered, so so flattered that you take time to listen to us. And please write us and tell us where, what, like, yeah. are you are you using us to, to learn English? Uh, Why would you want to listen to us? Yeah, what, <laughs> we what, really want to know. What's with the very small family from Iowa that, that, that attracts you to our show? Yes, <laughs> Th- and thank you guys so much, and thank, thank you for our American listeners. We do have a lot of American listeners. Eh, too. Whatever, we do. We do. <laughs> U- U.S. U.S. listeners. USA. USA. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, before we go, we forgot the launch. You almost forgot the launch. Oh, do you have a launch? I don't have a launch. The only launch I have. Here, you vamp for a second so I can pull it up. I so get, I just to right. let you guys know, like we try to do a launch at the end of each show, and a launch is just like a positive, feel-good message just to send you off into the world with. Um, I... I Sometimes I bring them. Sometimes David brings them. So he's looking for his launch right now. Yeah, I can't find it. Okay, I think I got it. All right, got it. The launch is, The size of your dreams must always exceed your current ability to achieve them. It's from the president of Liberia, who was a Nobel Peace Prize winner. That is excellent. I love that. Thanks for sharing, baby. I like that one. All right. uh, Hasta la pasta. Have a great one. See you next week.